Hello and welcome to Incast, Incast's new podcast that delves into the trending issues shaping the world of public relations. Hello and welcome to another episode of Incast. Uh, I'm Samantha McGarry, your host, and it's summertime, which means lots of recent grads are out and about thinking about what they're going to do with their careers and where life is going to take them. And the thing that struck me was if you studied a vocational degree or if you were a lawyer, studied law or, or a, a science, then you pretty much know where you're going to head. But like many of us uh, in the communications and marketing field, we studied liberal arts, humanities, maybe journalism, some business. And that makes us um, a different breed because we can be masters of many topics rather than um, a doctor or a scientist. And so today I'm excited to be here with Nicole, who is GM of our newly opened New York office. Hi, Nicole. Hi there. She's with us here in Waltham. And uh, Nicole has had a very varied uh, a varied uh, path in her public relations career, which has taken her from as diverse industries as technology and wine. And we thought this was a really good topic to touch on today because to be successful in marketing and PR takes a variety of certain skill sets and a certain um, personality and approach to be successful. And that's something I really wanted to explore with you today. Great. Really happy to be here. So why don't you tell us a little bit of um, of how you started in wine PR and kind of where, how it brought you to where you are today? Well, it's certainly not the path that I thought I would be on. And when you talk about vocational careers, I was raised by a teacher and a lawyer. Yeah. And I studied English literature and fine art at a small liberal arts college. And I remember multiple conversations with my parents about law school or choosing a vocation Mm -hmm. or um, a paycheck was more guaranteed. And um, I just really always loved literature. I loved storytelling. Mm -hmm. I loved, I was a communicator always. Um, I think that was my first skill probably. I was always writing and I fell into PR after working for as a journalist for about four and a half years and the magazine I worked for was being sold and jumped into PR as it was an immediate career opportunity and I saw it as a temporary thing (laughs) and you know here we are almost 20 years later right (laughs) Right. Um, and that first job was in hospitality PR which then led to wine PR and then eventually to technology PR so um, my first instinct would be, why does wine require PR? Does it not do it all by itself? That's a great question. <laughs> Actually, I think all you have to do is walk into a wine store right. and your question is, is answered. Uh-huh. Right? There's, I don't know the current stats on how many hundreds of thousands of right. choices consumers have out there, but being heard, being visible, and being chosen above the rest Mm -hmm. is a daily battle for winemakers big and small and so PR is one of the many ways to help elevate yourself so what what other industries have you uh become proficient in I would say proficient I've done a lot in terms of data analytics and enterprise software Mm -hmm. um, both on the advertising martech side Mm -hmm. as well as the security side Mm -hmm. um I've done a lot with education technology uh, food, of course, that goes hand in hand with wine. Mm-hmm. I did a couple years in restaurant PR, mm-hmm. uh, hospitality as well. But they're all related in the fact that good storytelling is what, what helps get attention. Well, that's something I wanted to, to explore. You, know, you, you might need to understand how a certain technology functions 
or uh, another facet of an industry, but fundamentally it all comes down to crafting a good story. Oh, yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about sort of uh, how that process works for you and what sort of what creative um, inspiration you draw on to sort of be able to leap from one industry to the other and still do a fantastic job? I think it, a lot of it comes down to like wine following your nose. <laughs> and by that, I mean, I, I lean most heavily on my journalism roots mm-hmm. um, and simply asking a lot of questions. Right. And the nice, the benefit of being a storyteller, I think most of us are naturally really curious people. Mm-hmm. And so we want to know why and how. And I'm actually in a job where I have permission to ask that right. all the time yep. of my team, of my colleagues, and of my clients. Uh-huh. And they actually like it. Right. <laughs> because it means I want to get to the story. I want uh-huh. to get to the to the core of what really matters to that particular audience. And do you find that there are any uh, facets of stories which hold true no matter what industry you're looking at? I think, I mean, our founder Beth sums this up pretty well Mm -hmm. in terms of talking about that every story needs a villain and a hero. Right. Um, And that our clients, we really try to showcase our clients to be the heroes. Mm -hmm. That that's definitely a true truism mm-hmm. whatever industry you're in um but there's definitely a journey to that I like a lot of Joseph Campbell's like hero's journey mm-hmm. I think is is important too when you're when you're crafting a pitch for the media day to day that's a lot harder to incorporate into it mm-hmm. but I think the the other universal that I think is really important no matter what you're pitching is the human element uh, talk to me a little bit more about that well, even whether you're talking about... Because it feels about, like in the speed of business, oh yeah, it's really easy to forget the human element. Yeah. Well, especially, you know, if you work only with enterprise storage companies, for right. instance, right? How do you talk about the human element of storage mm-hmm. when the fact of the matter is... Um, it's functional. It's functional. Right. And real people are affected by it every single day. Mm-hmm. We just may not know we are. Mm-hmm. The human element's a little bit easier in wine. You can talk about the winemaker. Sure. You can talk about you and I sharing a glass of wine mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and a great experience. Um, but that's where, that's when I started to see the potential that working in technology PR could be just as exciting, if not more than wine, because I started to see how ideas bring people together uh-huh. as well, if not more. So what's your process for kind of identifying the human story? Asking questions. Asking questions like what? <laughs> oh, I love to, when we sit down with the client, I love just asking, I like to know about their background. Mm-hmm. I like to know um, what they bring to the table because most of them as well have had a fairly varied path to getting mm-hmm. to where they're at. Founders especially. Right. You know, they've, this might be their first company, but for a lot of them it's their third or fourth. Mm-hmm. And they've founded companies in very different industries. Um, and then I want to know about their users. Mm-hmm. Which, who's, who's your user? What do they like? What are they interested in? What are their pain points? Right. And that's where you really start to hone in on the human story that makes sense with their audience. Okay. So when we're talking about being successful and being able to apply uh, apply what you do across different industries, can you talk a little bit about kind of what you're looking for in people that might be interested in a career in, in PR? Definitely. Uh, I think it's really easy to say creativity. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to measure for creativity. And the right. way I gauge that is curiosity. Uh-huh. So people who just seem genuinely curious and excited about random topics. Uh-huh. Or someone who's super passionate about 
a random topic right or has a hobby of their own that's that takes up a lot of their time but I think that we're looking more and more for what I like to call hybrids mm-hmm. I've generalists is an is an old term that's got kind of a bad rap right but we need people who who can be an expert enough in one field in the morning and a different one in the afternoon both right. in terms of the industries that we work within but also the mediums that we work with um, we have team members here that for instance um, are pitching traditional print media in the morning mm-hmm. um, they're helping to run the podcast in the afternoon they're joining our film crew for a shoot even later mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. And all of that is part of our daily job description. Mm-hmm. So we need people who can who can both shift mentally and physically into that, but who are just as excited and curious about each of those things and they bring each of those to the table as opposed to someone who just works on film or just works. We need those domain expertise folks too, but when I'm looking to build an office, I need folks who can kind of do it all. And um, what advice would you give to sort of any graduate fresh out of school kind of considering a a career in communications and marketing? It's cliche, but keep an open mind. (laughs) You know, um, I think that a a job opening is a job opening. Take it. Be curious. You never know where that's going to lead. I completely agree. I always think of it as a stepping stone. Yes. Yeah. And it's what you put in is what you get out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, um, I wish more that there's wine in your future as well as technology. Thank you. Likewise. <laughs> and everything in between. Thanks Thank for you. sharing your thoughts with All us right. today. And that was InCast with Samantha McGarry. Thanks for listening.